This is Jeremy from Critical Transit here, uh, sharing some tour journals, uh, long delayed from my bike tour in spring of 2017 across Utah. So some great stuff in here. So hope you will have a listen and enjoy and let me know what you think. Um, that was a really wonderful tour, a really fascinating scenery, um, absolutely stunning. And there were sections, uh, including on the Burr Trail, which was uh, some dirt and gravel, um, including about... Uh, some really intense switchbacks, about a mile and a half, and uh, we had a walk, and we had a hard time getting traction for our feet and our bikes because of the gravel, and that was really intense. But we had really fantastic scenery. We there were some days I only got passed by five or ten cars all day, so that was that was really great. And this was my first non-solo tour, so um, that was interesting as well. I uh, had some challenges that I thought people might appreciate. Uh, a couple of the, I basically broke these down into three challenges here. We had the weather. Uh, we left April 30th from Breckenridge, Colorado, and 9,600 feet in elevation, and we we lost and gained, and we probably climbed about 20,000 feet in total, and uh, descended even more. We finished in Zion National Park, about 3,000 feet in elevation, and uh, because we climbed and descended so much, we had really dramatic changes in weather. When we left uh, Breckenridge, Colorado, the temperature was 40 degrees for a high. Uh, we stayed in warm showers the first night in Vail, Colorado, and then we descended into Glenwood Springs, about uh, five or 6,000 feet elevation, and uh, started camping there. And there were, we, we had, uh, when we were in Grand Junction, Colorado, the next town, it was 87 degrees, and uh, we were back up at Bryce Canyon. It was uh, low of, we had a low of 24 Fahrenheit in one day, which is what, negative five Celsius. Um, so uh, we, we really felt the, uh, the, the temperature extremes, and that was, that was pretty intense. Uh, another thing that was, we were out there, very remote. As I mentioned, only a handful of cars uh, that passed us. And uh, so that uh, came into play when it was, uh, I had a couple of mechanical failures, uh, including one where I, I broke a uh, cable and I wound up having to order a replacement shipped to a post office ahead. But uh, we were, I was about 500 miles from a bike shop when I had that, that mishap. And uh, that was really my fault for not paying better attention in my uh, post uh, pre-ride tune-up. Uh, but we were out there, you know, we didn't see a lot of people. It got very lonely at times. There was very limited access to food and water. So even just uh, just finding places to fill up, we did a few times have to ask motorists for water. And we did that before we ran out, so it was okay. But we had, when we went through the Burr Trail, we had uh, two and a half days between water sources. So that was that was challenging. And it was also limited to your ability to cook. My My friend Ross, who did it with me, he wanted coffee. And there was, uh, you know, you couldn't really make coffee when you had limited water and you had to conserve it. Uh, I, because of the limited access to food, uh, as I mentioned, uh, I eat a very healthy vegan diet. And I had some trouble finding food that was, that was good and healthy. You know, I, I had no trouble finding, you know, canned beans and things like that. But, you know, trying to keep it light as I had to carry food for three days... Uh, and I ate a lot of dehydrated stuff, a lot of dried things, uh, instant oatmeal, I added some instant soups and, and uh, noodles, things like that. And uh, I had a lot of uh, Cliff Bars that I, that I relied on a little too much. And I really had trouble uh, having enough food and, uh, and healthy food. I really struggled because I didn't have fruit and vegetables. And I really was kind of regretting that. By the time I got to Bryce Canyon National Park... Um, I had 
I was able to find uh, there was a, a big buffet that had a salad bar that you could get. The buffet was really expensive, but the salad bar was $13 or unlimited, all you can eat. Uh, so I, I went there twice and I, I pigged out. But everything else very expensive in a place like that. And, and I had a hard time finding things. I decided I, for my next tour I really need to up my cooking game and uh, do better, eat some beans and vegetables. And that will give me some, some strength out there. But uh, we did, you know, our days ranged from 40 to 70 miles, and we we tackled some really, really fierce hills and uh, some brutal headwinds as well. I don't know if it's because we were going east to west, but I know that there were many times when I was going about 8 miles per hour on a downhill, and I was giving it all I had, and it was, and it was intense. Uh, another challenge that I had is this was the first tour that I did with a friend. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about how they can't imagine going out alone. And, uh, you know, I've always gone out alone just because there hasn't been somebody else who wanted to do what I wanted to do, and I was just going to do it. Ross was a lot faster than I was and uh, didn't really want to stick around in towns much. He just wanted to be out there and ride all day. And so that presented some challenges. I, I've learned a lot about myself and how I like to tour. Um, I like to go slower, and I like to, uh, you know, make frequent stops. Every five or ten miles, just stop for a little while and have something to eat. Um, if I when I when I get into a town, I want to spend at least an hour or two in the town. Uh, I really would love it if it were easier to stay in towns overnight, but that's a challenge that I've often had in finding camping spots. So there was none of that in Utah. We could just literally pitch your tent wherever you want. I only had one day of intense rain, and it wasn't actually while I was riding. It was uh, mostly while I was in my tent. It was about six in the morning. Went to get up and uh, oh, I'll sleep a little longer, and that. It just poured for four hours after that point, and one of my rain covers failed. That was great. So I had one of my bags. Fortunately, it was my food bag, which was soaked. When I got to Canyonlands, I had to let everything out on the picnic table and let it dry. I would recommend this tour of southern Utah, uh, going from the mountains of Colorado into uh, through the Colorado National Monument, down into Moab, Utah, Arches and Canyonlands National Parks, down to Blanding, out up the Burr Trail, into uh, you know across the Colorado River there, and uh, up into uh, Escalante, Bryce Canyon National Park, into Zion National Park, and I would recommend that for somebody who wants to uh, have do a challenging tour and really be out there in a really remote area, and uh, doesn't mind carrying the extra food and water and being a little lonely at times, or doesn't maybe somebody who doesn't get lonely, uh, and just just being out there and just riding and really. You know, thinking about yourself, doing whatever you want to do on a bike tour. You're not passing towns. You're not dealing with people, no traffic, none of that stuff. Uh, and so I'd recommend that for somebody. It's really hard to say when would be the ideal time to do this because uh, when we did it, you know, we hit all the extremes. There was still snow in Colorado, and there was some there was uh, some flurries. At, uh, when we were going up to Bryce Canyon National Park, uh, climbing up about 2,000 feet in that previous day. And, uh, but there was nothing on the ground, and you know it got pretty cold at night. That was that was pretty challenging, um, and so it's hard to say when would be the ideal time because also that time it was you know 90 degrees on some days in some places. So um, you got to be prepared for everything. And uh, but it's you know a beautiful tour, and I'd recommend it. And you can find all of the journals that I did from my tent and elsewhere on my website at criticaltransit.com. Let me know what you think.